Hi everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you hear me from and whenever you're listening to this podcast. I welcome you to another episode and Phenomena Youth Podcast. And my name is Josephine Ishola. I'm the host for this great, yes, great channel. And last Friday, last week, I dropped a part of the topic I'm talking about currently overcoming heartbreaks and I'm talking about heartbreak in relationship and last week I shared about my experience with heartbreak talking about the three types of heartbreaks so you go and listen to it if you haven't listened to it it's very important to know that there isn't just one kind of heartbreak there are three kind of heartbreak and I did I fell into one of the categories that is really funny that you'll be wondering that doesn't even exist yet it exists yeah I, I was I was part of the victim of one of the three kinds of heartbreak and today i'm talking about overcoming heartbreak actually in general what you can do when you are having when you're going through heartbreak in a relationship you know i'm not saying this is my point of view the only point of view i just want to share you know what got laid in my heart and what is coming to my mind what i think you can do and what i've seen some people what some people have done what some people did to go through it and over and how they overcame and all of that so i'm just sharing from what i've researched about and studied it's not the full may not be the full but at least i know this can help you understand so let's get into it yeah so i'm going to be talking about overcoming heartbreak in a relationship like i've said earlier so and first of all we all know that heartbreak can really be painful it can really be painful <laughs> like my share of heartbreak is funny but it was painful to me yeah it was it was painful to me and i would like to define what heartbreak actually means i was researching about the definition of heartbreak last time when i was researching and i realized that they're not giving me the definition i want like the way people actually give expression to the emotional outburst of this outbreak is not like the definition Google is giving me or dictionary. So, anyway, I just shall get one definition for you guys from Collins English Dictionary. And it talks about outbreak in relationship. And it said that it's an intense and overwhelming grief, especially through disappointment in love, overwhelming sorrow, grief, or disappointment. So I think this one is summarizing art because heartbreak is not, you can't, you may not experience heartbreak only in love. Seriously. People are having heartbreak over losing their children, over losing their husband, over losing their property, over relationship, friendship. So you understand what I'm talking about. I feel what I'm saying today should also apply to friendship, but not all of them because I'm mostly focusing on dating relationship. You understand? So... That is the definition for outbreak, like Collins English Dictionary has said. I just feel it's mostly disappointment and like that overwhelming intense grief that you have when you have when, when you are disappointed disappointed in love and you just find it difficult to love again. Understand? Usually having after having it with your first love, kind of yeah, you don't get it. <laughs> first love, love. Okay. And um, now I'm going to talking about I'm going to talking about how to respond to outbreak. How to respond to outbreak. 
there's something like there's there are two ways to respond to stimulus you understand it's either you react or you respond to stimulus the, what makes us different from animal and man what makes us different from animal is that we, we have the ability to respond not react you understand if i pinch you now you react immediately you understand but when you're talking about responding you sit down you weigh the matter and you tell us you tell yourself that this is the way i want to react you put all the parameters and views you understand and you weigh your decision before you act so that's the difference between what makes us when you beat an animal it's like we shout can even there's some bull ram and bull goats in nigeria yeah we see them around there's domestic animal everywhere it's not like uh, abroad that most of the animal are in suction no we have real animal in our compound for free don't need license so there are some bulldogs some bull animal bulldog yeah yeah <laughs> bull ram bull goats like they will scatter the ground for you just beat them there's some dog they will revenge so there are different kind of animals <laughs> different kind yeah i even have some rab- uh, my parents rear rabbits and our rabbits they can react <laughs> yes yeah, so if you do not give them food or something, you just decide maybe just push them or slow them. Just be looking at you like this, so they will not, they will not even be friendly with you. So they are, they are, they are reacting. They're not responding. But for him, you can choose. You have a choice. You can choose to respond to the situation. You can be insulted and decide not to talk. It's a choice. So that's the difference. You process that. Like I heard the story of a guy who is um practicing boxing he's learning how to box and there was a time somebody offended him he already had most already had the capacity to beat anybody to handle anybody like anybody so this guy offended him and i think beat it was insulting shouting at him and everything i know men with ego but there's something about this guy even though he had the capacity to beat or injured him it sat down and processed the consequence what would be the result if I should punch him? I've been trained so well. I've been boxing so well. I've been to gym. I'm so full of abilities and capacity to kill anybody. So what if you result in jail? You understand? So you have the ability to process. So I digress. Let me now move to. There are three ways you can respond to outbreak. The first one is that you either let it define you. You can let it define you. Yes. You can let outbreak define you. This is when you began to wear a shirt, a badge on your shirt that you are broken up with. Like everybody knows. You go to social media, tell everybody your status on Facebook, that single party, like was in relationship, then you remove it back to single. I don't understand. Me, I can't, I don't think I can do that thing. Before I would change that status to in a relationship, I would be married first. I write married so, But I'm not in a relationship with somebody. I'm not going to write in a relationship with everybody who knows in a relationship with. When the person I broke up with, everybody knows that they've broken up with. So I don't understand. So, another thing you do, when you, when you let it define you, is that you always have bad things to say about all that good, all that good relationships. When you see your friends doing well, you will just want to scatter that's their relationship. Your relationship is not doing well. Just experience and heartbreak. 
You want every other person around you to suffer what you just suffered. I think it's low self-esteem. Yes. You don't know how to re- respond. You are reacting to the situation. So every other person should suffer because you suffered <laughs> loss. So you are reacting to the situation by letting it define you. Letting it define your actions. Letting it define your steps. Letting it define how you treat other people because they say us people hurt others i'm not i don't even like sharing my relationship with other people because as a people that they've been through that um situation in their life and then they will come and meet you and say eh men has come better don't put yourself too much don't be too committed in that thing all relationships are useless there's no because of one man once or seven men that I've jitted you. I even wonder how someone may jitted you. What are you doing? You need to go and seek therapy. Therapy session. Yes, you need to go for counseling. Same woman. What are you doing? Like my pastor preached a message. Seven breakups, one marriage. <laughs> seven breakups, one marriage. Yeah. It's an amazing message, actually. It's possible, though. Yeah, some people are like that. Seven. It's possible. It's possible. But I just feel like, well, what are you doing to life? seven because ah please what i don't know what i'm talking about that let's move on so whenever you uh, see any relationship that is working well working fine you just want to bad mouth it you just want to tell them no your relationship is not going to work men are scum women are scum I don't even know they say women are scum and all of that. Yeah, so that's the way you, you let it define it by just wearing the badge around. Everybody must know. You hurt everybody around you. You scatter the ground. That's one way to react or respond to heartbreak. Another way is to allow it to destroy you. This one is that you are giving up the rest of life. Like you are becoming hopeless. You can't see beyond what you are going through. You decide to commit suicide because somebody broke up with you. I just feel like when the Bible says that it will prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemy, hmm? it is better you let God prepare a table in the presence of the guy because let them know that it is their loss. Let them know that it is their loss. Hmm? I don't know. I, I want to really encourage you. Like, if you are going through a time of heartbreak, it's not the time to co- commit suicide. Nobody worth your life. Christ died for your life. You are precious to God. If you don't even have anything to live for, live for God. Seriously. If Christ can die for you, I don't think you want to die for any other person. I used to say it. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Anybody that seek my life, we go for it because I'm not ready to die for anybody. Jesus has died for us. Yeah, you should sacrifice for people and everything, but just as die for the world. I'm not the second Jesus. So nobody's worth dying for. Nobody's worth committing suicide for. Nobody in this life is worth committing suicide for. Don't kill yourself because of the guy. Don't go and commit suicide. Go enter pool. Go enter. What was the name? Well, enter. Go and tie yourself there. Rope. Put poison there. On top of it. On top of this guy. Who, who, who is he? Is he? <laughs> His father. Like I just feel like you don't know. If you don't know who you are, seriously, if you don't know who you are. It's going to be tough. You need people. That's why I just you need people around you when you're going through these challenges. You need friends. You need mentors that can help you get up back in case you can't get up back. 
It may be very hard to get up back. That's just the truth. It may be very hard to forgive and let go. But the next option is not to go and kill yourself. No, 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 no. The next option is not to go and kill yourself. Or top rich guy. Who is he? So, I'm not advising you to go and destroy yourself. I will want you to see every relationship. Like, okay, this outbreak as somebody who just lost something. They just lost something valuable. They broke up with you. That means you just lost something valuable. For instance, you gave somebody diamond. And he rejected it. <laughs> it is their loss. I give you dollars. And you rejected it. It is your loss. Maybe you have something else better. Or you have something else lesser. And you can't recognize this something better that I have. You understand? So, see that you are lost. And God said that you are precious than diamond. You are precious than the lily of the valley. You are precious than the flowers that fade away. You are created in His image. That's the most important thing, bro. That's the most important thing, sis. You have invested so much in the relationship. Convert it to seed and ask God for harvest. God can give you recompense in one year, in three months. Nobody's worth dying for, no matter what sacrifice you give on them. No matter the sacrifice you give. See, Jesus even died for the world. There's not everybody that will give their life to Christ. That's just the truth. So, Jesus has died for the world. You are, you are not the second Jesus. Nobody's worth dying for. And the third part is another way you can respond is strengthen you. You strengthen you. You fortify yourself. You say to yourself, you speak to yourself that as someone break up with you doesn't mean it's the end of life. You say it is their loss. And you convert the, hena- the negative energy you are using them to cry, to try to attack them, to try to bring other people's relationship down. You, use, you convert the negative energy into something supremely positive. And let me read a quote my pastor said one day. I don't know where he got it from, but I have to give credit to it. It's not, it's not mine. So, even though I'm a writer, I didn't write it. He said, turn, you turn the rock upon which your relationship was broken on. Into a stepping stone of a of an higher life and a more fulfilling tomorrow. Let me say the quote again. It's on the rock upon which your relationship was broken. Onto a stepping stone of a higher life and a more fulfilling tomorrow. You convert that negative energy into a positive one, supremely positive one. Instead, know that you worth much more. If you give someone diamond and reject it, like I've said before, it is their loss. You don't see yourself as something that is valuable. That's why you want to die for somebody. You see, see yourself. As somebody who can get up again and move on. Then, you are responding the right way. The right way to respond is to know that when people walk out of your life, they just did you the greatest favor. If you remember the story of Paul and Barnabas, 
I re- I, re- I learned that thing from somebody revolutionally. And I was talking about Paul and Barnabas separating. And eventually they arrested Paul and Silas. And in that season, the person said Paul needed Silas at that particular time. We don't know what would have happened if Barnabas had been with him in the prison. But much more, if God, if the person is important in your life, God will not let the person go. So, Paul needed Silas at that point, not Barnabas, because they were going to encounter a prison of life where they need to not complain but worship God to get free. You understand? So, some people are not capable for the purpose that God has placed on your inside. Sorry, guys. Maybe we're hearing some interruptions here and there once in a while. Please bear with us till we get our studio. We are in the house, and the flatmates, there are people living with us, will make noise. Thank you very much for your understanding. So, as I was saying, the right way to respond is to strengthen yourself, and you cannot strengthen yourself outside God. I love to talk to God a lot. I love to communicate with Him. I, I, I love to cry around with God, seriously. And another thing you can do with your friends, talk to your friends, godly friends. They will be there for you. Like, don't allow somebody that separates you from all your friends, too. Please, when you need you need friends in your life, even though you are married or in your relationship, or you are married, you need friends. So, what, I, what I'm encouraging you guys to fortify yourself, strengthen yourself. It may be very hard to get up, but you still have to get up. You can't stay on the ground for long. You can't. You are a soldier. If you stay on the ground, their lives are attached to you. I feel like it's selfishness. Yes, we may not be able to accept that fact, but it's selfishness to stay on your spot because somebody hurts you. You're not hurting others. Or you stay down. You don't want to rise up again because somebody hurts you. Their lives are attached to you. Their lives that want to hear your story and move on. Like there are people that, if they hear your story like this, are you able to overcome the heartbreak even though it was difficult for you? The they will not commit suicide. I always say that one thing you should always think about in every action and every step you take is the people and the lives attached to you. Let me move on. Let me move on quickly. Yes, I'm talking about um, what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about why heartbreak is painful. One of the reasons why heartbreak is painful is that it is virgin me. Because huh? this is why most ladies stay in an abusive relationship. My pastor used to say something. He said, if it is virgin you, must eat this destiny you, or must it dispropose you? I'm trying to write in a book about things, pregnant things. I'm believing God that we receive every idea and every resources. I need to write that book because I've never been in that shoe before, but I really want to help somebody out there. The fact that you are pregnant at teen or that you were this virgin does not mean God has stopped work. God has stopped working with you or that you are no more a vessel of honor or that God could not use you anymore. Like you said in Jeremiah 1 verse 5 that before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. That means even before you were existing this world, before you made a mistake, he knew you, he called you, he chose you. Like Sarah Jakes we said that God told her she got pregnant as, as 13, he gave birth as 14. She said God told her that even before you got pregnant, I've called you to be a preacher. You are already a preacher. Even before you were formed in your mother's womb, that is your call. So the fact that you were this virgin does not mean you should stay in that relationship. That manipulative relationship, that destructive relationship. No, that's not, that's not the reason why 
you should stay in a relationship and be locked up forever. There's more to you than this. Don't make the second mistake. Get yourself and move on. Yes, you should have kept your nakedness. You should have done that. You should have, you shouldn't have made mistake. It is that you should have done that. And I'd love to address something about that. If there's any guy out there threatening you that, oh, if I know you don't have sex with me, I will break up with you. Please break up. Do you know something that if you want to go and watch a cinema that you haven't paid for, you can't watch it now. So you want to watch me naked. And you have not paid my bread price. It's gonna work. So you have to pay for a cinema before you watch. You have to pay. Go through the process before an engagement, before any sexual relationship between us. Yes, you have to go through the process. And it's not that you know I'm saying, if that's what you want. We have to both agree on the same level. Because some people are like that, they be like, okay, because of you, I'll keep myself. No, we have to agree on it. You have to see that it's a sin. Yes, it is a sin. Regardless of what the world is saying or social media is saying, the Bible is the final authority on this channel. So, God loves you so much. And He wants you to get your back and move on. The fact that somebody is virgin you hmm, does not mean. People that are crippled, that are crippled people walking in this life, that are crippled people, they can't walk. Oh. They are winning purpose, they are making money, they are crippled. So, the fact that you are this virgin does not mean. Not the reason why for you to stay in an abusive relationship. See, there are guys out there that will marry even single mom. There are guys out there that will marry somebody that has been, that has been this virgin and they love you like Christ loved the church and gave himself for you. If you want to understand love from a man to you, study how Christ loves the church. And if there's no um, symbolism, there's no relation between the love the guy's professing and the love of Christ for you, please just get out of here. Get out of the relationship. Yep. It doesn't want you to walk away from every abusive relationship and cry. <laughs> I wrote in my journal that I cry very well. I don't even know what I was thinking, but seriously, you want to cry, cry. I've cried. Have I cried over a break before? Yeah. I can't remember. But cry, you have to cry. I've cried over a relationship before, like friendship, relationship. I've cried. Please move on. Move on. Seriously, it is better to move on. I don't know how to say it, but move on. If you find it difficult to move on, pray and study the word of God. You move on. Read books. Watch videos. Don't get sucked and put clothes on your uh, self. Don't make your hair look every... No. Whatever it takes for you to move on. If you find it difficult to move on, pray about it. Confess God's word. Read, uh, watch videos of people. How they were able to overcome it. And get up and move. It's not easy, but you have to do it. Nothing is easy in this life anyways. So, another reason why heartbreak is painful is that it's the first person I ever loved. Oh my God, my first love. Hmm. Hi. <laughs> oh. It shouldn't be the last person you ever loved. Even if it's the first person you ever loved. So, because it's the first person you ever loved in your life, you broke your heart, so you can't love again. Oh. Some people dated eight girls, so before they found... The real person, although they were in the world, sure. But I don't think if I'm in Christ, it should be. Uh, I don't want to put it. Trying to figure out, figure out, figure out. I just you should be led by the Spirit before you take actions. So that's another thing. Why, um, relationship? Why heartbreak can be really painful. 
So, I want to address something quickly. If a guy is maltreating you, abusive busy relationship, please leave. Leave the relationship, seriously. It's not worth it. Nobody, don't let anybody kill you. You have purpose and they see their lives attached. If you think about the lives attached to you, you won't do something. So what I just think about it. Those things are doing this thing. What about somebody that we need to hear you in the future? What about you're not writing and you are sleeping, you're not writing your books. I'm writing books and I'm lazy about it. I'm like, what about people that need to read, read this book? What about people that need, need to read my post, my blog, and be transformed and share testimony and be inspired and move on? And I'm sleeping. So you have to inconvenience yourself for the sake of others. So leave the abusive relationship. No matter how you feel. No matter how you feel, please leave the relationship. And if you need somebody to talk to that, yeah, because my pastor is like that. If you come and carry out of the guy, you come with military guy. <laughs> I will carry you out of the guy's house. So, <clears throat> let's say, if there is issue about beating, ah, if you did, did it the first time, it can be a mistake. But I don't believe in that mistake, but if you do it one time, all that day, I move on, no, I cannot deal. Mm. Please. Don't make the second mistake. Oh. If a guy is beating you, please report to the proper panel or work out. If you, if you are not bold enough to work out, report to the proper panel so that they can assist you in working out. So quickly, let's move to the important step of overcoming heartbreak. First thing is that acknowledge that it is real and that it's happened. Living in denial won't help until something is acknowledged it's going to be dealt with. For instance, now you're like, oh, I'm having a headache. And like, oh, I'm not having no. If you don't, Acknowledge that I have a dick. You can't go through the process of receiving your healing either, like by faith. By faith, even if you want to use medicine, even if you have to see a doctor, even if you have to check every process. You have to first acknowledge that oh, I'm as broken. Hmm? Is it let the? I wrote in my book that let the reality sink in that you can't marry him or her again. And that is somebody else. Stop going to the social media and calling all the girls there. Or fighting all the girls. Or, I don't want to put the word. Or going to their wedding day and scatter the wedding. <laughs> hey, it won't bring the guy back home. Hmm. I've seen some guys like that. that they've, they've destroyed many ladies' life. That's it. They, they didn't destroy their life. Nobody can destroy your life. It's only devil that can destroy your life. Nobody has a key to destroy your life. But... The devil used them as a channel of making the girl believe that her life is destroyed. Let me just put it that way. So, and the ladies come to, to scatter the guy's wedding. The guy already sets Mopo around. We are showing them the ladies' picture. When the ladies stood up like this, they carried her out. So you never even have anything to say. So are you saying? So it's not even worth it. It doesn't even worth it. Don't be a prison to him. If, don't be a prison to somebody. Like, you will still be a prison to him. If the reality is not done, let, it be, let the reality be done that you may not see him again. Not that he's dead, but you may not see him again. Ever. Let the reality be done that you have broken, that you have broken this relationship. That is the first thing first. You should acknowledge that this relationship is broken. You, you cannot marry this person again. You have, the person has moved on. Don't try begging the person. Please. Like Pastor Kinsley Okonko will say, if a guy or a lady break up with you, they already processed it four months ago. It's not just today, they just decided to break up. So if I'm trying to beg them, what they've already processed four months ago. Like when I broke up with my first boyfriend. Hmm. I'll be processing it for a while. I just gave him the bomb blast and it was like a shock. And you're begging me I already? Made up my mind. 
to break up with you. So you have to move on. Yeah. And another thing I would advise in important steps of coming at break is don't seek closure with the person that break up with you. <laughs> like I used to say that thing, that there's no way you date somebody and let's say you make them better in the future or you want to just you are let's see, so I've seen many people make that mistake in relationship. They're already married. And then they see their ex. There's no way emotions will not rush. You have to create that boundary. Set aside from me. Don't have to, don't call him to know why. Because if you call him to know why he break up with you, he won't tell you the truth. He just tell you, you are too short. You are too slim. You are too fair. You are too dark. You are too tall. You are too outspoken. You are an introvert. I'm not so sure. Just be telling you lies upon lies. Don't. Don't seek closure with them. Seek closure with yourself. Find closure with yourself. Tell yourself this is the reason you need to move on. I need to move on because their lives attached to me. I need to move on because there's a good guy out there waiting for me. I need to move on because there's a position I must handle. There's a foundation I must start to help girls like me who have been through this. Tell yourself the reason why you have to move on. See beyond what is happening around you. See beyond the heartbreak. See beyond what's is happening around you, you understand? See beyond that and think deep. Check very well. Check within you it's on your inside. Every ability God has placed on your inside. Internalize it. Think about it. Process it. That's responding, not reacting. Res reha- like process it. Check it out. There's a reason why I have to move on. You understand? So don't try and seek closure with the person. Don't try and seek closure with the person. Just move on. If I have pictures of them, pictures of them, phone number of them, delete it, burn it. Please. I've said that just believe that you can acknowledge that you can never see the person again sometimes. So that's the one thing you should do. Tell yourself the reason you should move on. There are many reasons why you should move on with life. And I would like to take a quote I heard from someone. He said, where love is... It can never be hidden. And where it is not, it can never be forced. Where love is, it can never be hidden. Where it is not, it can never be forced. Ask him why he broke up to you. We be a lie. Stop looking for closure with your ex. Find closure with yourself. And that's when I'll talk about something like discover your purpose in life. If you don't discover your purpose in life, you will get sucked up in a past mistake or past and books that you've experienced. So, exhort your purpose on health. If you know that, oh, I've been called to food and nutrition, and I have to have restaurants across the world, I have to, you know, train people how to balance their diet, how to have a good diet and everything. If you know that you have to do that, if you know you have to be a pastor, preach the gospel, you know you have to write novels and books, please channel that energy into writing the novels. <laughs> Seriously, exalt your purpose, Dan. I used to say something. It may be heartbroken. I've seen guys that I like. I've seen guys that I like so much. They are, they are very nice. No matter I like you, I know the feeling we put there. But my purpose is important. If you won't let me fulfill my purpose, my vision in life, I can't date. No matter how handsome and caring and loving you are. I've seen intelligent girls, guys, great guys approach me. But our vision is not in line. They just, some people will tell you that, let's see how it goes. I don't want to see how it goes kind of guy, you understand? My vision is important. Will you let me fulfill my vision? 
and will life be able to free us? They have the capacity. See, I don't know why guys should just come and meet me. I'm, come and say, I want, I'm interested in you. I, according to politics. I'm not according to politics. I don't have the capacity for your vision in life. Look for somebody else that's, that has the capacity. It's not only beauty. Your vision is important because somebody that does, that is not, that does not have the capacity, that has the capacity, that's incapacitated for your vision in life, for what God has called you to do. <laughs> we we frustrate you. That's why you see some pastors that they after marriage, after five years, they eventually realize they are called into ministry. They are normal businessmen. And you say the, the lady divorced them because they don't even know their purpose at first. Or maybe the guy divorced the lady. She's a missionary to Africa. And God has called him to Asia. Or God has called him to Ghana or America. Their purpose is not, is not in the same thing. You have to know your purpose in life. So you exalt your purpose than the heartbreak than the guy you did. So you exalt your purpose in life. It will be easy. And let me tell you. You can even have people that will break your heart. And are in line with your purpose. Like my pastor. The lady... It was supposed to be his first time. Broke up with him because he said that she is a pastor and she, she wants to go into business. Now the lady is already a pastor. After she left my pastor, she married. Just husband later became a pastor. She also became a pastor. You understand? I just feel like what if my pastor has hold on to her? First of all, he won't allow her to discover her own purpose, and she will end there. The fulfillment of his own purpose. At that point, she has not discovered that she's supposed to be a ministry gift. Or help. And help her. For her husband, who is a ministry gift. And also, he will have, she will have frustrated his own call at that point that he has discovered. So, another thing I would say is change your habit. All this, okay, I think I already said it. What to do together. All the songs you used to listen together. This word is not my... Ah, do I have love song on my head like this? I don't know. Mm, I'm trying to think of love song. Don't mind me. I'm not religious, religious. I have stuff. I say I have love song, so I don't know why they just ran off my head. It's been long I've listened to them, right? Um, like all those songs like you listen to. I think it's for marriage. All those love songs by Nice, by... Uh, what is the name of this guy? Two-Face. Timaya, all those love love songs that you guys used to listen together. Please just start to the song to worship song at this point. <laughs> or listen to I'm gonna wage war against the devil. Just be waging war. You understand that kind of thing. Just everything you do together, all the memories, erase it, please erase it. And the fourth thing is break their hold on you. Simply forgive. Unforgiveness is like somebody drinking acid, hoping that somebody will die. You are the one drinking acid, you are sucking him. And you're hoping that somebody will die. The person you're hungry with has moved on. See, if we cause depression, the cause will not work. Seriously. I see, I've heard of a story of someone who, <coughs> the guy at, um, what's his name? The guy, this virgin, uh, and he traveled out, and the guy came around saying that, of course, and the guy, the guy calls the guy that you will not give birth. You know, the guy is doing well, very fine. He gave birth to four kids, beautiful kids. I think twins, double twins. He's doing well. And like my pastor said that, assuming the lady did not even cause the guy, probably would have given birth to his children. You understand? The cause will not work. I heard of a story. A teacher asks a student to bring oranges to school. So, and he has them to be carrying it every day around. So that means you have like 10 students. Everybody brings five oranges or 10 oranges. Each person, they come to the class every day with it. 
After a while, the orange starts smelling. The students will now complain that it's so heavy for them, it's stuck in the smelling. So that's when the teacher illustrated that if you carry bitterness for long, that's how it feels like. That's how it feels like when you hold on to grudges, when you hold on to bitterness, when you hold on to forgiveness. See, uh, uh, the way to let's go or something, just pray for the person. Oh, uh, it works magic. Pray for the person. <laughs> pray for the person in tongues. She so just try it. Pray for the person. The love will increase and sow a seed to the person's life. It may, it may even be anonymous. Just so you see the person's life. I'm not asking that you're not going to meet the boyfriend. I'll be like, I have a gift for you. <laughs> I just feel like in case of boyfriend, in case of friendship relationship, you can do that. But in case of all this boyfriend kind of thing, you can just pray for the person. Because don't try and seek closure with the person. Like I've said earlier, that's the balance. I want to know that you, have a, you never have a new beginning in life until you forgive. Even if you enter a new relationship, that bitterness will spoil that relationship. I feel people like that, they've not healed up and they enter another relationship. They start seeing that same guy as a cheat. No matter how he try to prove that. I'm not like the former guy. He will say he's lying. He will try to be nice. He will say he's lying. He's pretending. Because you are, you've not yet forgiven that other one. You've not yet moved on. You've not yet healed up. understand? There's no... And I know this is something that there's no one by one girl though. There are several boys, there are several girls. Men are in different shapes and sizes. And ladies are in different shapes and sizes. So, for instance, there's something, there's an addition I want to give, like, if you want to kill your chicken, there's something they call bowel. That you must not cause with the chicken. It will spoil everything. They call it onro in my native language, bowel. So, there's a bowel on your inside. When it will break, when it will break, it will spoil something. That is unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a bow. When you don't let it go, when you don't carefully, you no, know, you have to carefully remove that bow. You have to remove bitterness out of your heart for you to grow, for you to enjoy more benefits. There are benefits attached to it. Though. Just let people go. There's a way God will recompense you. And especially if the person that broke God is a child of God, he will not die. God, God will not kill his child. Oh, he will not even die in car accident. He will live long and prosper. See, pray for your enemy to live long. And prosper because God said that you will prepare a table for them. Hmm? You prepare a table before you, the presence of your enemy. Let them see. See, if you die, they will not be able to understand how much value you've added to their life. They will not be able to miss you. Hmm? They will not be able to regret that. Ah, if I stay with this girl, if I, if I had not broken up with this girl, I should have been, I'll have been the husband or the wife. So, this amazing guy or this amazing girl, you understand? If they are so important in your life, God will let them walk away. So, don't go and say, God, there's, only, there's a scripture that, that drops into my mind that says that God is God of vengeance and He will repay. It doesn't mean God will repay with fire and consuming fire, it means He will repay you for all that you have invested in that relationship, even your virginity, He will repay you. With a godly man, with a good woman, with godly children. In this time. So. Another thing I would like to say, the last part is, the last point I would like to say is, get your groove on. Take yourself out. You know, take yourself out. Do your makeup, look good, smell nice. Go to shop, shop right, go out to the girls, hang out. And snap with your swim. But play football, play soccer. Snap the picture like yells. I'm moving on. 
and please if you have a friend how that is heartbroken help help them to get up it can really be difficult they can't be done through me right now they can really be sucked in like they don't help them encourage them you can share this podcast with them you can encourage them take them out by fire by force they don't want to pray pray in the spirit and then come back and take them out help your friend help your friend is heartbroken help your, don't go and start bastardizing them or insulting them or destroying their image or making just of them please this is the time for you to encourage them let the thing that almost bring you down bring be the thing that will bounce you up understand you know when you are bouncing ball the ground on which you are bouncing it is the one making it up it's leveling up leveling up leveling up it's making it stronger making the ball stronger so don't look like what you are going going through. Don't wear the badge of break at break. Look beautiful. Look beautiful. See the thought of God is an expected hand. God has for you. See, let your life not be about God has. God has a perfect life for me. God has his perfect will for me. And that is the best. So I hope this few points of mine for a very long podcast has helped you generously. I can't wait to see you in the next episode on our topic I'm going to be talking about on Phenomenal Youth Podcast. Please share this post with your friend that needs to hear this. Like, comment, share, and I'll see you in my next episode. Don't forget that do not wear the badge of heartbreak. Don't react. Respond to it. God bless you. I'll see you in my next episode. Bye. I remain just me. I love you guys. Can't wait to reach out to you next time.